love to praise Him. I love to praise Him. I love to praise His holy name. For He's my rock. He's my
thought you didn't like this church, Paul. Yeah. Well, I didn't know there was God in that. I talk in tongues now more than the whole church. I'm a fanatic now. Hallelujah. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. You better watch what you say about these things. Hallelujah. Amen. Sister Young, come sing. Used to be when I was sinning, Satan stood up somewhere grinning. Cause the pleasures that he wrought, they turned on me. Teardrops came like rain of falling. Then I heard my Savior calling. If you can't go on anymore, then just lean on me. The gate was sitting All of his life he had been regretting Cause he never stood or walked down the street Oh, then Peter and John passed by his way Look upon us, so oh, Peter did say Rise up and walk in the name of the Lord And he leaped to his feet Oh, now Without Jesus in I can't talk Without Jesus in I refuse To live one day as before Oh, I can't go Without Jesus it's just not so Without Jesus in anything That I can't do Well, I just won't do without the Lord Falling, then I heard my Savior calling. If you can go on any more, then just lean on me. And I can't walk without Jesus, and I can't talk without Jesus, and I refuse to live one day as before. Oh, you know. Jesus in anything that I can't do, well, I just won't do without the Lord. Oh, no, I can't walk without Jesus and I can't talk. 
Amen. If you have your Bibles, Genesis chapter 28. And once again, we'd like to thank Brother and Sister Elder in this fine church for allowing us the privilege to preach in this pulpit and to this group of people. We count it an honor. Praise God. I'm going to say it anyhow. People say, oh, everybody says that when they come by here. Amen. But you're looking at somebody that means it when he says it. Praise God. And I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. The next time I get back here, I'll say the same thing. Praise God. Amen. We enjoy ourselves here. I'm at home. Praise God. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's what makes our services different. Amen. That's what makes living for God different. It's not a bore. It's not a duty and an obligation. We love what we're doing. And to be totally, totally honest with you, I wish I could do it more than I'm doing it. I wish I could live harder for God than I wish I, I, I praise God, could give more to God than what I'm doing. Amen. Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this thing I do, I'm pressing. You just watch out, devil. I'm coming at you. Amen. How many feel that way tonight? No sad story tonight. It's all been good all the way. The whole trip, the scenery, the stops, the fellowship. Wouldn't trade nothing for my journey now. It's just like the Bible said. Hallelujah. I better get to reading and preaching before I go Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Genesis chapter 28. We'll begin reading at verse 10. Double check my notes. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones and he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillow and laid down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed and behold a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold the Lord stood above it and said I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father and the God of Isaac and the land wherein thou liest to thee will I give it and to thy seed over now down to verse 20 and Jacob vowed a vow saying if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. Praise God. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth to thee. Hallelujah. Verse 20 again. And Jacob vowed a vow saying if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat 
and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace then shall the Lord be my God and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house and of all that thou shalt give me I will surely give the tenth unto thee you may be seated we'd like to speak tonight on this thought what kind of a touch what kind of a touch tonight praise God in our scripture setting we read about a man that had encountered a supernatural move and manifestation of God Almighty now folks don't really they don't understand why we worship the way we worship but I want you to know if you would have seen what this man saw that night while he dreamed you'd be worshiping God the same way we are it wouldn't be a chore to lift up a holy hand and say God you're my God you're with me and I'm with you you lead on and I'll follow anything you say I'll do hallelujah I wonder tonight what kind of a touch is sitting in this service tonight I wonder what God has done in somebody's heart in this sanctuary tonight what is going to rise from this group of people in this city what has God done what kind of touch is on this congregation my God my God what kind of a touch is in this service tonight hallelujah now we find Jacob I love this story because this seems like it's so parallel to my life before I met God amen now Jacob had an inheritance praise God Jacob had a father praise God that had a walk with God that had a covenant promise with God and God's hand and blessing was on that home and that family and them children their flocks their servants and all that they possess God had a touch on that family but we find that Jacob got weaned or put out from his father his mother suggested to him to go to my brother's house Jacob you gotta leave your inheritance behind everything you've been leaning on everything that's been holding you up and prodding you on it's time now for you to go and get your own the time will come in every saint's life when God will set us as an individual our pastor's prayer and crutches and fasting is going to be knocked away from us God's going to say I'm calling you I want a covenant with you I got plans for you as an individual and Jacob found his place self in a hard place it said the sun had set upon Jacob is it dark in your life 
Hang on. I believe you're in the will of God. Hallelujah. As the sun set in your walk, hang on. You're getting ready to dream a dream. God's getting ready to intercede. God's getting ready to intervene. Hey, hang on. Hang on. Jacob grabbed rocks for a pillow. And nowhere near as comfortable as those pillows in that evangelist quarters. Hallelujah. Man, I was tearing up some sleep. <sighs> Hallelujah. But he found himself grabbing rocks for a pillow. And the sun was going down. Everything he held on to was gone, kicked out from under him. But there was a God that had plans for his life. There was a God that manifested himself. Praise God unto that man. You thought it was rough, huh, Jacob? Hang on. Look up here, boy. I'm the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. I'm up here above it all. I'm in control of your life. Hang on now. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to use you. I'm going to multiply your sin. Hallelujah. And I can remember as I was growing up, my mom, although she didn't have the truth, she loved God. You know, as much as she could. Hallelujah. And we would have Bible studies. False prophets and everything, you know. I mean, it was brought up in an inheritance of worldly denominal Christianity. I was a member of two churches in Junction City at the same time. Hallelujah. As a young teenager, a member one called me five years after I had the Holy Ghost and asked me if I was still a member. So, well, I got the truth now. It didn't take long for them to want to get off the phone on that one. Hallelujah. But I could tell you about David and Goliath as a child. I could tell you about Moses and the children of Israel, or Moses, for sure. There was things that I had from my mom and from reading the Bible as a young, young lad. But the time came in my life when drugs had taken its toll, when alcohol had taken its toll, when the devourer, the lion, came by and ripped my heart and my life to pieces. And I found myself like Jacob. The sun was down. I hated the way I was living. I tried to do years resolutions. I tried to live straight all I could. I tried my best and ended up doing the same thing. One or two weeks later down the road. Saint, let me tell you something. When God blesses you, he blesses you for keeps. And it addeth no sorrow. But the devil will give you something and take it right back away and laugh at you and watch you in depression and to suicidal tendency and just down and out and laugh at you all the way hallelujah but I found myself in a hard place amen but I did not know God's got it all in control hey God has to put us in that place God sometimes has to have us in a hard place where everything's going bad everything's going wrong everything's falling apart so he can rise into your life and give you appreciation for power hallelujah and God said hey I had that believe on the Lord Jesus Christ how many, how many believed on the Lord before you got the Holy Ghost? Well, I'm going to heaven, I believe. Smoking dope. 
and telling the, my buddies that Jesus is coming. Yeah, I had one friend, he finally got, man, not again. Drinking just as much beer or more than they were. Drinking just as much hard liquor or more than they were. Smoking just as much dope or more than they were. But I believed on the Lord. Me and Jesus were tight. We was close. We had a relationship. And I tell him, hey, Jesus is coming, y'all. Hallelujah. But the reality finally set in. Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And friend, that inheritance that I used to lean on begin to get shaky. It begin to get weak. I need more than that, man. I need more than to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't feel right with God. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Then I ran into a group of people just like you. Hallelujah. Go it. God is good. Tell somebody you got the Holy Ghost. I got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now when I walked into a service and they lifted up holy hand, I knew this is it. This is it. I've been in and out of church from a toddler on up. My mom carried me. I walked. I ran out of services. I ran away. But when I came into that service, this is it. This is it. Man, these people are holy. I felt the holy presence of God. Amen. And God had plans for my life. God had a touch that night. Hallelujah. I can remember cleaning up my life. Throwing the dope away and the cigarettes. Well, I... That if I was smoking, I quit, I think, a year before I got the Holy Ghost. Threw the whiskey away. The wild parties, the chasing, the carrying on. You know, repent. Repent. The first step. Repent. Stop doing what you're doing. If you're sorry, you'll stop. If not, you're not sorry. If you're really repentant, you'll stop smoking. You'll stop cussing. You'll stop lying. You'll stop cheating. When you're really sorry. Uh, are we sorry we did it or we got caught? Uh, uh, hide in the corner and light another one up. You're not sorry. But I begin to repent of my sins and clean up my life. You're talking about an experience. That is an experience within itself to repent of your sins with a godly sorrow. And I'd come down here to the altar and people would pray with me. Oh, God, oh, God, give me the Holy Ghost. 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 How many times? Oh, give me the Holy Ghost. Give me the Holy Ghost. Give me the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. I want the Holy Ghost. And I could not get the Holy Ghost. Cleaning up my life, doing everything I thought that I was supposed to be doing. And one day, Sister Westberg got a hold of me. That is a type and shadow of Sister Edwina Elder. <laughs> Brother, they are rough. I used to work with the guy that came to church when Sister Elder was preaching, and she laid it on his high. 
and he, 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 she is notorious in his book. He, he, you know, he, he couldn't line up, but man, on the, he fears Sister Hilda. He talks about her. To this day, he'll be talking about her because she got in his hog pen. She got under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, and she revealed his sin and told him what was his problem. He'll never be able to feel. How can that woman know what's in my heart? The God she serves. Amen. The God she serves told her. But Sister Westberg got a hold of me and said, Now, Brother Young, why don't you get up in the morning and ask God why you don't have the Holy Ghost? And, you know, I'd probably trying to fast a little bit, and I was all depressed. I couldn't get it. Depressed and hungry at the same time. But I feel sorry for me. I can't get the Holy Ghost. And so I said, well, you know, he's really going to answer. Now, I say that to myself. You know, I had enough sense not to say that out loud to Sister Westberg. You know, in my own heart. I guess the, de the devil must have put that there, huh, brother? He must have. Yeah, he's really going to answer. But what I didn't know that that lady knew a God that I was getting ready to get introduced to. She knew God was able to do that, which was exceeding abundantly above all that we may ask or think. She knew that with faith I would please God and he would reward those that diligently seek him. And I got up that morning and I said, I don't care about my job. I don't care about nothing. I'm going to pray, God, why can't I have the Holy Ghost? Watch out. Watch out. When I left that room, I was a changed individual. God revealed himself unto me, standing up above it all, above all the highs, all the partying, all the wealth, all the fame. Above it stood a great big God. And God spoke unto me and said, I am the Lord God Almighty, and all power is in my hand. And friend, I felt like a little pebble. I fell to the ground and started saying, oh, Jesus, I love you. And crying, the fountains broke open and broke, just broke and began to pour out to God. And now my Christian so-called mother was on the outside of my bedroom door. And she was my ride to work. And I come out, oh, God is powerful. Oh, God is almighty. That's almost all I could say all the way to work. God is almighty. I'm a, God is almighty. Wow. God's almighty. Wow. God's almighty. Mom, God is almighty. Mom, God is almighty. God. She looked at me. You got the Holy Ghost. She didn't even know nothing about the Holy Ghost. But she knew something took place in that room that morning. She knew that there was an encounter of a different kind. I got something her religion never could give me. I got something all that teacher never could put in me. She told one of my friends, he wakes up singing now. They used to try to wake me up. Leave it on, leave it on, blankety blank. He wakes up singing now. Hallelujah. I love it. 
minister that day and I look at this congregation and I wonder brother Butch what did God put in you when he gave you the Holy Ghost what would God do for you what would God do in your life what kind of touch did God give you my God what kind of a touch is it on a man's life well he'll walk right down into a lion's den go ahead crush my bones eat my flesh if you think I'm going to quit praying you're crazy They want to come to church. Take the chains off the door. They want to come again. Hey, I got the Holy Ghost. I couldn't wait till next service. God, I want to feel that again. Hallelujah. Tuesday night, I want to feel that again. I'd be one of the first in the prayer room. God, let me feel that touch again. I'd come back there. They say they got the Holy Ghost and don't want to go to church. Friend, I got to ask, hey, what kind of touch is that too? What kind of a touch? What did God do in this sanctuary? Now let me tell you something. If you think, now this is a beautiful crowd tonight. This is a beautiful. But if we think for one minute that God is finished in this city. Friend, you're in the wrong group. This building is not going to contain what God is going to do in this city. This building will not contain. Hey, it's no accident that this church is in this city. This is no mistake. This is no coincidence. This is the touch of God. God is going to show his greatness. God is going to reveal his majesty. This is going to be the vessel and the channel that God uses. You tell me one individual in this city that don't really want to know God. I used to lay in bed, God, where are you? Where are you, God? I know you're out there somewhere. I know there's a God. But where are you? And tonight in this city, they are here by the thousands that want to know God. I want to live for God. I want to know God. You mean the God that created heaven and earth, threw the stars out into existence, has the moon shine, the sun shine and rotate in a perfect dimension at his will? A God that can raise the dead. You don't think they want to know him, but they're just like we were. 
like me, a member of a church that's supposed to know God, but really don't. And they're living to the fullness. But one day, one of you whistling, victory field, Holy Ghost field saints. Hallelujah. Would you like to come out to Apostolic Faith Tabernacle? We're in revival tonight. God bless you. Yeah, I got the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah, I spoke in tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Yeah, I felt God. He's real. He's a, can I go to your church? Come on. Come on out. Matter of fact, jump in. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, they're going to come in. They're going to find God. They're going to pray through. And they're going to go do the same thing. It's real. It's real. Come on. We found him. We found him of who the prophets wrote about. We found him. We found him as born king of the Jews. We know where he's at. Come on. Come on. I can't give it to you, but God will. I can't give you the Holy Ghost, but come on down to this altar. Come on down. We'll pray God and give you the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And there is no telling. What kind of touch is on Sister Edwina Elder? Do you know the lives that have been transformed and changed from that one woman will never be told until we get to heaven? The awesomeness, the reality of her life before God will never get it all till we get raptured. The elders, the name elders in Kansas District alone has done what for a lost soul? Praise God. Amen. And God is looking for another family and another name that he can bless and be a channel to use that he can be an instrument that God can pick up and harvest with. And I wonder what kind of a touch is in this service tonight. Jacob got up and he said, the Bible says he vowed a vow. God, you know, that's why you really can't live for God like you're supposed to. Because you haven't let God reveal himself to you. Praise God. You don't know the greatness of God. You haven't been introduced to the reality of a supernatural, super powerful. My God. My brother-in-law's mom, I watched her when she was dead on the bed at the hospital. I went in and seen it, just like this man talked about a lady dying over here. I went in the hospital myself and seen that lady dead. And they had all this machine on her, trying to pump life back into her, trying to get her to revitalize. And all of a sudden, I seen her arm wiggle and move. I said, oh, hey, it's working, it's working. And they, they, they must have seen my eyes light up or something. They said, no, no, that's, that's just a reaction. That's nerves. That's, she's, not, she's not coming to. Praise God. But her son had the Holy Ghost. And there was a church that prayed for that lady. Amen. Do you know God raised her from that death? God revealed himself unto that lady. She was Oriental and she was a Buddhist. And she'll tell you, well, she would. Now, she, she's dead now. She, after being revitalized, God gave her a space to repent. But she was a Buddhist, and she would have told you. 
I called on Buddha, but I didn't get an answer. But now her son told her about Jesus, and she knew about Jesus. She would have his brothers beat him up when he was kneeling down praying. They'd pour beer on him. They did everything they could to get him to quit living for God. And they'd get up early in the morning, put blankets over their head, and pray. She knew he was living for God. She knew the name of Jesus. And in that condition, she started calling on Jesus. And she began to come alive. It wasn't long she was off that machine, out of the hospital, and in an apostolic church service. The altar call was given. And here she comes. It was beautiful. Swollen arm, cancer eating her all up. She made a way and began to weep and repent of her sins and call out to a God that she was told never existed. Hallelujah. Amen. Our pastor took her down in the watery grave. Amen. And baptized her in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, and she would tell her sons of how she would pray and what she would feel in that hospital room after she began to relapse into that. Praise God. And you should have seen her in her coffin. I, now, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't love funerals. That's just not my bag. Hey, Amen. I, I, I just can't get into that. I'm sorry. And, and, and please don't misunderstand me when I say that. But that, out of everybody I've seen, that lady looked beautiful in that casket. She had a radiant smile somewhat. And I said, my, everybody else I see, they look like death. They look like there's just a body. There's no life in it. I, I walked by, oh, that's just flesh and bone, but not her. Hallelujah. You believe what you want to believe. But I believe God raised her from the dead, filled her with the Spirit, gave her a space to repent. Amen. I know the reality of God. I know the God in whom I have believed. I know he's able. Amen. And there's a touch in this building tonight. What kind of a touch is it on a man? 80 years old. God, I want my mouth. God, I want my mouth. Now, most of them would say, oh, let a young man come up, some young inspiring preacher, let him have it. Not Caleb. God, I'm just as able today as I was 40 years ago. Now, you know what he was saying. He had such a, such a touch of faith in his life that he knew, God, if the enemy comes in, let's say he had a cane. And they come in trying to take my, I'll just beat them off with my cane. I know, God, you'll anoint that cane and I'll whoop them all. God, I can do anything with you on my side. I can do all things through Christ Jesus. Amen. I can do all things with God on my side. What kind of a touch? Who's running? Who's scared of the devil tonight? Who's not really accomplishing in their life what God has planned for them? Because they're scared. Oh, I'm not really, I don't have the ability. God does. God does. He's the one doing it. Yield to God. Let him do it. All you got to do is knock the door. Okay, God, it's your turn. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. You walk up to knock the door, it seems like a whole group of devils jump on you. Oh, aren't you scared? They're going to turn you away. They're going to slam the door. They're going to say no. How many felt that? Walk down the hallway. I finally say, that's the devil. There must be a soul down here. Hallelujah. Come on, God. Do your thing. Hallelujah. Would you like to come out to faith tavern? Hallelujah. Apostolic faith tavern. Apostolic faith. Apostolic faith. That's a different faith. That's a different faith. The devil has faith that there's one God. But there's an apostolic faith that says, God will change your life. You quit cussing. You quit lying. You quit smoking. You quit drinking. You'll be a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things will pass away. Behold, all things will become new. Hallelujah. That's why we're different. We have apostolic faith. We believe God is alive. We believe God is real. We believe God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. What kind of faith is it on Joshua and Caleb? Oh, we can't have the land. The devil's too big. We're like grasshoppers in their sight. But there was a touch on these young men. We're more than able. The devil's a lie. They are nothing to us. Hey, you don't believe God can save your lost loved one? You don't believe God can reach that backslider in your city? You don't believe God? He's more than able. God is more than able. What kind of a touch is it on a man? He says, take this Egypt. Take the throne. I don't want it. I don't want to be an Egyptian. I don't want to be worldly. I want to know my God. You can have all the styles of Egypt. Oh, watch out. Oh, watch out. Uh, now they think we look funny. Because our ladies look like ladies. Uh, because they don't look like a Hollywood star. Thank God they don't. And our men look like Marines. Godly haircuts. They don't have the stay. Did I ever tell you about rock? I preached on rock here, haven't I? But now rock was a lover. Rock Hudson. Rock. Rock Hudson had all the styles of Hollywood. He had the latest in clothes and fashion, if you please. But what happened to Rock the lover? Now, all you men out in TV land, this is how lovers do it. Yeah, we found out how lovers do it, Rock. What happened to Rock? Rock was loving dudes. You better watch 
the styles of the world. Don't laugh at us because we want to look like our pastor and his wife. Don't laugh at me because my wife looks like a woman. When I got married, I wanted a woman. That's right. That's what you want too, isn't it, brother? Man, oh man, a dude stand and look at another dude and say, man, that dude's fine. Hey, let me be weird. I love being weird. Hey, man, I love being weird. I'm going to stay weird if that's weird. There are ladies where I work. Did I tell you about them too? I mean, my Lord. Is that a new guy or a new girl coming to work? And then it walks into the ladies' restroom. Oh, 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 that's, that's a girl. I figured that one out. I mean, haircut. I'm not exaggerating. A softball hero, if you please. Rough, chew in the back. Threw boxes just as hard as I was doing. Lord, I'm not marrying nothing like that. Hey, but don't worry, she's not going to marry me either. She wants another woman. Oh, I got to preaching to her one day. <laughs> well, there's one thing I'll never change. Oh, well, what's that? Oh, oh, yeah, I kind of thought, oh, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it. I know she don't want to love a man. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, well, don't worry about that. <laughs> Just come get the whole. Hey, you get a touch of God, praise God. It'll change that woman. I believe I'm going to live to see the day she comes to church and God puts her in a dress and her hair begins to grow and give God glory. And a young man comes in and marries that woman and they live a normal life of blessings of God and children and love and power and sound mind. Now I said all that to say this. Keep them styles in Hollywood. You can have them. I don't want them. This church don't want them. And don't feel sorry for us. I feel sorry for you. Oh, look. Brother Westbrook said, turn it back over. Sweet. I'd hate to get married in the world. You don't know what you're getting. 
It's not uncommon for a man to wake up and find out that he married a lady that has a relationship with another lady. It's not uncommon for a man to do that. You just leave us alone. You let us live for God and give our hair, get, cut our hair like a man and let our ladies grow their hair like a woman and give God glory and let God's blessing. Let that touch rest upon our life. Don't try to change us. We don't want to be changed. Hey, you know, you know, they have homosexuals behind the pulpit today. <laughs> now, I don't know. I really don't know what they preach. And I'm not going to find out what they preach but from what I do know about that species I'm sure it's love <laughs> hey if you want that garbage go get it but that's not the touch that God put in this sanctuary you used to go to, do you? Hey, they let me smoke my dope there. They let me drink. Their deacons are chasing women. Their preacher probably lives in adultery. They walk in the store and says, give me a pack of menthols. I was with the brother. He said, that's my old pastor. Huh? Pack of menthols, please. Hey, Amen. But that's not the kind of a touch that's in this sanctuary. This is God's business. And you just hang on and you watch. We're not going to prove nothing to you. God's going to show you. All we're doing is enjoying God. Jacob said, hey, God, I love this. If you're really going to be that good to me, I'm going to give you a tenth of everything. Now, man, you know that was a touch. Jacob was a conniver. He was a tightwad. He was a deceiver. And he was going to pay tithes? That was a touch. That was a touch of God. Only God could have done that in his life. And that's what your testimony is going to be. Only God could have done that for me. I tried AA. I tried this. I tried that. You name them all, but nothing could give you what you needed till you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. What kind of a touch is it in this service tonight? What will God do with the individual in this service? What kind of promise will be made to God tonight in this service? Who will vow a vow that will change their life? 
Who will give God their all? God, I'll do what you tell me to do. I'll pray like you want me to pray. What kind of a touch is it on a sister that would bring an alabaster box of expensive perfume and just want to anoint the feet of her Savior and that whole room smelled so good and she got through. It affected the smell of the whole room they were in. It was such a beautiful smell. I just wanted to do something for you, Jesus, because of the touch that you gave me. It smells so good in here. It smells so good. Hallelujah. What kind of a touch in closing tonight, if the musicians would come? Is it on a man's life? It says, you can stone me. You can beat me on the back with rods. You can have me out a night and a day in the deep. You can persecute me. You can have my brothers turn against me. You can kick me out of the city. Leave me for dead. He had to wake up the next morning or after that was over and crawl out of stones that they had thrown bruised and battered they thought he was dead they left him for dead and what kind of a touch was it on that man's life that would make him get up I'm going to the next city and I'm going to tell him about God Hallelujah. Something inside of me has to give God glory. Praise God. There's a touch in this service. You don't understand God. But tonight if you'd come on down, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. And he'll bless your life abundantly. Let's all stand.